Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. TMS happens specifically because we have patrons. People like Diagonalization, Joel Moronares, and Jason Rafe. Or Rife. Sign up today at patreon.com, and I can mess up your name, patreon.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, old man, you can stretch out your arm. Fruit of the shroom. Stanley Cup. Excelsior. Happy little vacuum flask. Inner Sanctum Sanatorium. What's his face, DeLorean? Chicken crab money. The king of cornholio. Unreal arm pain. Kool-Aid in a vacuum. I'm rigid as hell. Spiel de Mechus. Yeah, I'd tap that mug. Pumba 2. Electric who is who. Bone on bone action with Dan. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. No rain, but your car is bound to get dirty. So give your car a car wash, make it look like new. Watch it in the car wash that lets you see right through. Mr. Kelly's car wash, that's the one for me. Hey, Mr. Kelly, wax it beautifully. Drive up the ramp, hook the chain, it runs by battery. If it isn't the stairs today, it'll be washing the car tomorrow. The Morning Stream. I am your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TMS. <coughs> it's the morning stream for. <laughs> wow, something something decided to. You good? You right there? <laughs> hanging out in my throat for no good reason. Uh, it's Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Nibitai. Hello. 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 Feels Hello. like feels like just hours that uh, hour ago that we were playing uh, some Unreal Tournament and I was uh, getting a crook in my wrist because my keyboard is at a dumb angle and my can my monitor is even dumber. Mm. <laughs> I don't really well, have a good I don't have a good setup for PC playing. It's all you know, my my setup is for PS5, Mac and uh yeah. Switch playing. I kind of have a similar issue, except I use now a uh, uh, HDMI splitter mm. that lets me turn on. Uh, so I have a Series S in here. I have mm-hmm. the PS5 and then a PC, and they're all hooked up to that. Mm. So when I want to switch to one of them, I can kind of still just do it in the same place. I angle that's my camera cool. a little bit, but yeah, it's still uh, a pain see, in the ass. Cool. It's not great. Yeah. You know, it's not perfect, but. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm pretty sure that Unreal Tournament stuff's what's flaring my arm up, to be honest. Could be. Yeah, because that's when it does seem to start, right? Yeah, and I had it in my 20s when I was playing those games real hardcore. 
Oh no! Yeah, yeah pre-show. For those of you who aren't patrons, shame on you. But no kidding. Uh, <laughs> but those of you who didn't hear the pre-show, Scott's got a little uh, little ache in the his arm business. And, uh, yep. And if I move in a certain gonna... way and do it too quickly, it just about lays me out, like to the point of sure. Wow. White hot pain. It's like. Ah! And for those who are like, well, go to the doctor. I've been to the doctor. She's looked at and The it. doctor said, don't do that. They said, quit Next doing time. that. Quit, <laughs> quit putting it in place that hurts. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a long story. Well, play the violin again? Become a patron and find out more. All right, everybody. Yeah, please, please. Um, we got a whole show today. We got all kinds of stuff. Dan's coming up later. So for those of you who love board games, good news. For those of you who hate them, bad news. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, for the yeah. for those of you who hate board games, I... I, I who are you? Who are you that hates board games? Any kind of board game, whether it's even my even my Aunt Barb. She's not a fan of, you know, when we come over and I bring a, a huge box that's got a, you know, rule book that uh, takes 20 minutes to explain. Yeah, they don't uh, want it. She still likes yeah. the, still likes the, well, can't we, why don't we just play like Ticket to Ride or Monopoly or Sorry or something? Oh, Ticket to Ride is always on the menu. I love that it game. It is. And you know what? It's a really good kind of right in the middle of that okay here's a really involved game that's got a lot of rules and then here's popomatic trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> right it's basically like right there in the middle that uh yeah the, the, the great equalizer anybody can play it feels like yeah. although i think yeah. i think that about the youngest you want to be is around 10 or 11 i don't think yeah because you need to be able to plan ahead several steps and yeah. think about you know how am i gonna get from seattle to phoenix <laughs> When they've got all that stuff lined up. Yep. I love German games that are based in America. The game itself, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, like, that game's made by a German company. They won every possible award over there. The Spiel des Speckes, or whatever the hell it's called, where they all <laughs> win things. And uh, just an amazing game. But it looks like some old-timey American, you know. <laughs> is, this what, is this what they think it looks like over here? Is this? Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it's Spiel des Schmeckes. I'm sure that's correct. It's exactly Spiel des Schmeckes. That yeah. sounds like, uh, it sounds a little uh, Yiddish. <laughs> it does. Hey, he's got a little Spiel des Schmeckes going on. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know how. I don't know. What, was, what is it? Spiel des Jahres or something? Spiel des Jahres. Yeah. Spiel des Jahres. All right. Dan can correct Spill us. the barge. <laughs> Who's Johnny? He said. All right. So uh, we had a, a message yesterday that I thought would be good to put on the show because we have a few of you out there cool. floating around who are listeners who are also parents and maybe have young children. And you're like, uh, man, my kid sure likes to draw, but I don't I don't know what to have him draw. or I don't know what stuff to do or how to how to get him going. And we got a message like that yesterday. And I have a great recommendation that just happened to be Ooh. on our table the other day. And, and the boy's loving it. So here it is. On TMS today, Scott was talking about kids' art, and I was wondering if either of you had good recommendations for apps or books about art and drawing. My daughter is six and loves drawing and art. Thanks. Love the show, though. Jimmy from Arizona. Well, Jim, Jim, Jim Bob, James, Jim, Jimmy in Arizona. <laughs> Don't know why I struggled on that one. Yeah. I, that was weird. Jimmy says, get my name right. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> on Amazon right now uh, is this book that we ended up getting. I was going to grab it and I couldn't find it uh, handy, but it is called How to Draw 101 Things. And here I'll put it up for the chat. Oh, my window's all left up. There we go. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. So what you do is you go in there and there are everything from, well, it even says in the description, animals, plants, sports, foods, really everything you can think of, 101 of them. Yeah. And every one of them has kind of a little 
step by step you can follow, oh, but it's not it's here, not strict though. It's like yeah. you can do that, and I recommend that because I think it's good for kids to do the process. Mm-hmm. But if they're just little creative wonderkins who just want to go, I'm just drawing this rocket. I'm not. I don't need to. You know, they don't want to do steps. That's fine too. The book encourages creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see, what is it? Eleven bucks for the hardback, paperback? Yeah, ten. Yeah, ten fifty nine. That's great. It's, yeah. Easy price. Yeah, very good little I'm thing. Looking- and I'd recommend it, by the way. People are always like, what about digital? I think that it's actually better for kids to just pull out some paper and some crayons. Yes. And yes. it doesn't matter. Crayons, pens, pencils, it really doesn't matter. Just give them some physical implements, give them some surface to do it on, and you're you're golden. And this is cool. Like I'm looking at the food items and the animals and vegetables and fruits. And then I find something vacuum flask. What the frick? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Is this a British you thing? It, it sounds our, British. I put, in our, I put it in our Discord chat. Like, what the heck? Vacuum flask. Oh. It's a, what it's is a, that? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a plastic pitcher is what I call that thing. Not a- All right. There it is, Chad. He's got a little smile. Um, Do you guys... This sounds British. Yeah, it's it's not definitely not a thermos. I know. I mean, vacuum flask. That's what I think of. Is like, oh, okay, like a like a thermos, but that's like a plastic gonna, pitcher. That's like something that you uh, you put water in. You carry it around the house to water the plants. Yeah, I don't know what that's for. Yeah. Or, or do you guys have a thing that goes in a vacuum when it fills? You pull it out, but it looks like a picture of Kool Aid. Like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> it does look like it's Kool Aid Man's uh, not not quite ready nephew. Yeah, like oh maybe. And I'm pretty <laughs> of, oh, yeah. pretty sure this person is British, the Sophia sure. Elizabeth person. So maybe it is, and we just want to understand, and that's fine. We're okay. Sure, sure. We're here to learn along with the rest of you. But um, anyway, cool. yeah, yeah, it's a very cool, very cool little book. Uh, and really the main thing, though, even if you don't want to do the book, is just sit and draw with them. And around five years old is the best year. I've said this before, but it always is like for whatever reason, their brains are ready. Uh, what they want to do goes to their hand, goes to the pen, and they make some wild looking stuff, you know, primordial and weird. But, you know. Mm-hmm. amazing visual stuff from a five-year-old and it's a perfect time to do it with them and especially if they love it the main thing is that you're there doing it with them and you're you're golden you don't even need this book you don't need anything you just need to yeah. draw and talk about well let's do a bird let's do a frog let's do whatever and it also helps them visualize things um uh breaking them down into parts you know you look at something and i'm i'm notorious for this when i draw something that's like oh my god that'd, that'd be so much effort to draw and then you start breaking down well that's basically a circle and that's that like an oval right here and yeah. this is just kind of like an oblong and then you break it down into pieces and mm-hmm. teaching them how to do that uh how to do that thing dr calhoun has figured out what the vacuum flask is it's like one of those um yeah like a like a pitcher what we can't tell, it looks like the top of that thing is open, Let's but see. it's really like a flat thing that you, almost like a carafe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this, uh, were we right about more a of a- Vacuum sealed uh, carafe kind of thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is this mostly yeah. British? I don't know why I'm hooked on the British part, because it just feels British to me. <laughs> for whatever so reason, weird. for whatever so weird and foreign, it's just weird. If you said thermos or no, what was a vacuum flask? I would just go, oh, you Brits and your your lorries and your. Uh, well, it's Sophia Elizabeth. 
Uh, Elizabeth is a mother with Hello. two children. She loves to draw and often help her p- children draw simple things. Oh, yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, no information about right. Sophia Elizabeth other than that she's got kids. All right. Maybe they're little <laughs> British kids. We don't know. But, uh, no, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't heard the term. Va- you know, when you, when you describe it as that carafe thing, yeah. for sure, it, it feels, yeah, like a. Like, okay, because those are vacuum sealed to keep things hot. Totally makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense now. Now I get it. Now I kind of want a hot beverage of some sort. <clears throat> I don't have one. You have a hot beverage there with you, right? You always yes, do. Exactly. I always do. Yes, this is this is somewhat of a vacuum flask, although. Spider flask. Yeah, it's vacuum insulated on the inside, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm not. Those? I'm not tapping something that's tapping the the liquid. I'm tapping something that's tapping air that's around the liquid. Yeah, and these are. I think yeah. this is the same. It's got like a uh, a thick uh, inner sanctum. Exactly. <laughs> you know what you should do, by the way, with that thing. Right. You should get a sticker of uh, Marvel Comics uh, founder, late great Stan Lee, mm. and then you can stick it on there and call it a Stanley mug or Stanley cup. Oh shit! We should do it. Or Stan or Yeti, because mine's a Yeti. Stan brand. Yeti. Yeah. Stan Even just the Yeti. pair of sunglasses and uh, and uh, mustache. <laughs> it just says, I think we have a new. I think we have a new mug idea for the store. I oh mean, my gosh! <laughs> yeah, write this down, somebody. A Stanley Cup, and think of the, uh, the SEO that you'll get from having these Stanley Cups, uh, TMS Stanley Cups on uh, on the store. Now that you say that, I have. Mm, we are working on some of these these thermos things. Yeah. Oh, are you really? It's way more fun. This is a way funner idea. And I could draw up something with Stan Lee on it. And we'd have and Brian would get full credit yeah. for this because this is a great idea. I never thought of this. Stan, Stan Lee. Lee Cup. Yeah. Stan Lee Cup. Do you have yeah. a Stan Lee? Yeah, I do. It's great. I take yeah, it to the gym. See, right here. Excelsior. Yeah. Excelsior. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh okay. We got a call asking if we'd seen something, and uh the call will explain what that means. Hi, this is Amanda, messages for TMS. I just recently listened to your recommendals on January 3rd, and Scott, you were saying that you really like weird out there movies, and I'm wondering if uh, you or any of the recommendal people have watched the movie Inc., I-N-K, uh, 2009. I believe the director was Jamin Winans, if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, really cool but messed up movie and there's really no way to explain it so if you haven't seen it i think it's streaming on some of the freer places freebie and those ones but you can also rent it from apple so hopefully you'll uh put this on the show because i'm really curious if any of you have seen it thanks bye this is the 2009 inc ink yeah this is whack man i'm looking at the uh just the the little silent trailer that they put on IMDb right next to the movie poster. And, uh, Oh, I don't know. It's freaking weird. What is going on here? Yeah. It's reviewed pretty well too. Pretty decent. Yeah. Um, because five people saw it and three of them liked it. (laughs) That's why it reviewed well. Oh, weird. What are we doing? Yeah. Right. And you would just see the, uh, the, the weird face smiling. Yeah. I don't like him at all. I'm not a fan of that guy. This this looks like it's uh, potentially nightmare fuel, but oh, uh, I'd watch this in a heart. Yeah, I'd watch this freebie. Yeah. <laughs> I got freebie. I'll do that. Freebie. Oh, it's on Plex. I have Plex. 
Stars, uh, oh, stars Jessica Duffy, born uh, in Denver, Colorado. Do we know? Known do for, I know her for something? Known know for Ink. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Slow your roll, actress. And, and ironically, Spotless, mm. another the other of her four films uh, that that are uh, listed here. She looks familiar in these shots. She does, yeah. But uh, I think she's she looks just because I've just seen her around town. Every hey, every TV hey, Jessica show. Jessica Duffy, how's how's the uh, how's the film career going? Jessica every every Duffy. show ever made has this lady, a lady that looks like it. This, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's no offense to her. She looks lovely, but look at this. That's oh, this was filmed in Denver. Hobbs Dog says, Ooh, "Really? Look, Brian, you got a little homegrown." This looks like it wasn't filmed in anything that even looks hum- human. Like it doesn't even. Look like- it looks like it's, it was filmed in the Fire in the Sky spaceship or something. Yeah. Wow. All right. Hobbs Dog is uh, definitely uh, definitely pushing it. We're getting cool. a thumbs up, eh? Okay. Yeah. All right, Amanda. You you know what? You did it. We're gonna watch it. It apparently takes a lot for me to bring out the uh, the the descriptive whack, but apparently that was all it took was seeing that trailer and go, "This is whack." It is whack, Brian. Yeah. You're I whatever. You're with it the is kids. Wickety whack. It's is wickety what it whack. Is. Well, that might be a couple decades old, but I still like right. what you did there. Yeah. I still like right. it. I'm adding it to my, I'm pulling up my Apple Notes document with my checkboxes and adding it to the, this is a Brian only thing list. Free V. Because I don't see Tina wanting to watch this. It doesn't look like something Kim would enjoy either. So yeah, these are, this is a movie we're going to have to experience on our own and we'll report back. Maybe we, uh, maybe not by this met recommendals, but maybe by the next recommendals, you and I will yeah. see it, and then we can just speak we'll to just, it when we'll we come just on. Talk about it as yeah, we'll make an official recommendal. Yeah. unless we love it. I if like it's amazing, it. maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll recommend it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does look like I need to go to Vegas and load up on some gummies to watch it. It, does, it looks like it'll supplant that. Like yeah. you won't need to do it. It'd be redundant to to do gummies and watch this film. This is uh, correct. All right, let's talk about frog mushrooms. Hey there, everyone. This is Tony. On the last episode, uh, 2598, I believe you guys talked about the mushrooms on the frog. Well, Mm. fun little fact about mushrooms that I didn't know about until recently, but those are actually the reproductive organ of the fungus, usually underground. So really, when you eat mushrooms, you're... You're eating fungi genitalia. Ew! Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Never thought of it that way. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. That's true, right? They're like the stapes and the what the, the, the stamen? The stamen? <laughs> stapes. <laughs> What's the stapes? That's something. Doc, I've got stapes. <laughs> stapes. Eat more fruit. I got stapes. Wait, what's this? There is a oh, it's pestle, one of the bones. Pestle and stamen or stamen and stamen. What's the other bone? You have a bone in your ear called the stapes, right? Uh, no, you've got the with the it's the hammer, the stirrup, and the anvil, and their real name or their their Latin names are. Oh, I shit. should remember this. What's wrong with us? Yes. Uh, Why are we bad? <sighs> Chat room, help me out here. What are the, what are the three bones called? The Latin names for the three bones in your ear. Uh, it's the ain't. The anus, the stapes. Stirrup, the hammer, and the anvil. And they're the... Stapes, apes, and crapes. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't know of anything called stapes, but uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Um, also, that reminds me of a conversation we had once that I think we should relive right now. Okay? 
Yeah, okay. So <laughs> check <laughs> so this out. About this. this is, uh, whoops, I got to pull it up so I can crank up the volume just a tad because it's a yeah, little the on the, the quiet pinta, side. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa. Simone. That's, That's it. Those there are it three is. Ones. That's the um, one. Oops. Simone was a uh, uh, producer's guy. It was. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, uh, hey, BioCal says it's the, the, uh, the bird cage. The Sorry. tympanic membrane, yeah. the bony ossicles called the uh, malleus, the incus, and the stapes. So it is stapes. I wasn't it is crazy. Stapes, the the right. Latin name of one of those little ear bones. Good job. Oh geez. my gosh! Wow, I was sure I was being stupid. I guess the stirrup is the is the stapes. That would make sense, right? Because the uh, the S word. <laughs> the S word. <laughs> That's the one S word in the list. Yeah, I don't know. Nice actually. job. All right. Well done. All right. Hey, the other two, though. Yeah, no. Sorry, I, I doubted you. Well, look. Sometimes Stapes wins out in the end. Yes. Uh, remember this. Off this max. Do I you stay away from Stapes? Does this? Do, do you remember this conversation? This is about two minutes, but it's worth playing here. Okay. Timon. No, on. Timon was. Um, Timon was a uh, uh, producer's guy. It was. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, birdcage. Um, yes, right. Rain, uh, Danny, uh, chicken, <laughs> chicken, Cher- Cherokee, uh, chicken, crap, money. <laughs> Jer- Jerry Von F- Flattery. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I'm just gonna have fun and, and just let you let you go with that. I think uh, I think someone Nathan Lane. Jeez, Nathan Lane. Um, Nothing. And I can't like remember that. who was uh, uh, Pumbaa, but Pumbaa's not coming back. So no Pumbaa. Uh, Rafiki though was played by um, Pumba die and I forgot the P- Pumba was played by Benson by um, <laughs> no 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 Benson was the bird no 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 that Ben no not the bird the bird was um, uh, the, the the British Robert, actor Robert Guillaume was the was the monkey <laughs> oh I'm sorry was the monkey yeah but not Pumba yeah but Rafiki is the monkey isn't it Rafiki is the monkey Pumba is the 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 warthog right what I'm saying is that. Rafiki is being played by somebody named Carrie Payton, who is not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, not, gotcha. Not Benson. I'm still hung up on Pumba. What happened to Pumba? <laughs> uh, Pumba is gone. They ate him. I don't know. He's he pork. Died. Did he? Well, look. Is my understanding is that lions oh. eat boars? Did you know that there was? Okay, so apparently there was a Lion King one and a half. No. And Lion King two. No. Simba's pride. I did not know that. Maybe maybe uh, Pumba died. Did you know that Ferris Bueller played Pumba when he was an adult? Adult Pumba? Did you know you that? Mean adult Simba. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, no, yes. there is no adult Pumba. <laughs> you know, maybe it's. <laughs> How many people are just giving up and switched off there? <laughs> that's really bad. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> when was this? This was. Uh... Wow, folks, and we've only gotten dumber since yeah. then. Eight, <laughs> eight years ago, by the way, eight or nine years eight ago. Eight years, wow. Good Lord. That's crazy. Uh, Your mic yeah. sounds different back then for some reason. It totally did. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a whole mixer ago. Yeah. Or maybe even a whole mic ago. That might have been with the um, the old Sure before the, yeah. the Heil. We're at least. Oh, you're back to you're back to the Heil. Oh yeah, I, it's a whole story. Yeah, um, I don't, is this was this during the whole like where's that buzzing coming from? Situation? Yeah, that whole scenario. By the time I got everything pulled out and moved around, I was like, I'm not moving all this back. I'm just putting it where it is. So the yeah. the, the, the gaming one over here, the one I was on last night for Unreal, that one is the new one. Mm-hmm. And then this one's for this, and then Carter Kim's is over there. So Carter Kim's. Carter Kim's. Um, Carter. All right. Did you? Uh, uh, oh. Yeah, let's talk about this. True Detective. I know it's yeah. finished. I'm terrified. I keep hearing it ended bad. Oh, 
Oh, really? I just hear what I've heard is ambiguous. Here's where I'm at. Well, I'll tell you where we're at right okay. now. All right. Because we, we went through a big binge of the show and uh, watched uh, three episodes uh, Sunday night. We watched two and a half episodes last night. So we're basically oh halfway gosh. through episode six, the finale. Okay. This is, um, oh, holy cow, scariest season of, of True Detective yet. Yeah, I agree. They take a while to really, get to really it, though, right? It. They take they take a minute to get to the scary. Um, feels no, like a slow. Burn. I don't feel like they did. I feel like there is scary even in the opening, the the pre intro, and the the actual intro itself with the Billie Eilish song, um, yeah, "Bury a Friend," is that is on the level of that first season of American Horror Story intro being oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm really uneasy about this whole thing. Yeah, um, I didn't. That thing still freaks me out. That intro for that show. Yeah, it is so freaky. But anyway, um, so far really liking it, and I've been hearing the same thing. Like, you, you see a headline: producers explain the ambiguous ending. It's like, oh, I don't want to know that. Just the headline kind of scares me a little bit. But yeah. uh, ambiguous ending, ambiguous ending. But I know you watched recently watched seasons two and three. I did. Did you do one as well? I uh, well, I'd already seen one, so I didn't rewatch it. Yeah, I know, it, but, did, but you didn't do one in your. Oh, you didn't do a rewatch of one before mm -hmm. two and three. No, okay. I just jumped right to two. I watch. I may have seen one twice, but it was way back when I just binged it twice or something. Yeah. Okay. Because I really uh, like season one, and I really liked. I ended up. I actually quite like season two. It's a very different season. I'm not going to say it's the best season. Not not even close. But it's just a very no. different kind of I mean, story. It is, it's the worst of the, the four seasons, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I still enjoy it's all still, those actors and yeah. stuff and all that. But three, yeah. I really like. Comparison three. to how good season one was, I think that was just the deal. Like when you compare it, if you just put it right up against season one, it's a difficult. Uh, it's difficult to hit that bar again because Woody and uh, right. McConaughey were just so dang good. They were amazing. Alexandria Daddario. Three was three was Alexandria real. Alexandria Daddario. <laughs> she's we the love best. Alexandria we love her. Yeah, she's yeah. the handcuffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's Daddario stuff going on there. Um, <laughs> the third anyway. one, the third season's amazing. But my main takeaway from three was I didn't expect expect uh, not Brad Dorif. What's his name? The other one. The one that plays the vampire. I don't remember a thing about season three except for Marshall Ali being really, really good. And that's all I remember about oh, season three. Can't think of his name. Not Brad. I, think I need to do a rewatch of it. Two's amazing. I was, or not two, sorry. Three is incredible. Three, I three was really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But so I you're far, but you're further than me because I'm, I'm only three, four episodes into season four. So. Oh, okay. So you've started season four. Yeah. So when you're saying it takes a while, it's it's taken a while for for it to build up for you. I think Man, maybe I if, I'd like have, if I'd if I'd binge it, I think I would I would be enjoying it more. It's not that I'm not yeah. enjoying it. It's just that it felt like the first few episodes were real slow, Bernie. Okay. And you know, Harry Potter's mean aunt was there, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> see, and I think of her as uh, uh, as. Um, uh, Killing Eve as the the leader of the covert group that. Uh, oh right, uh, she's great in that. I forgot she about is that. Great in that, yeah. She's yeah, also she's, she's, she was great in Andor. She was the Andor right. lady, yeah, with oh, the hologram yeah, with lady the, with the robot. Yeah, yeah. And she lived. Everybody, she lived, and everything was fine. Sure, totally, uh, totally, just fine. Still yeah. living and doing great. Doing great. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm a little worried about this, but. But Screen Crush, love Screen Crush. If you haven't checked out Screen Crush, the channel, lots of great like. Not really explainer videos, but like here's the here are 101 things that you missed if when you watch blah 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 and Easter eggs and connections. Um, I'm fascinated 
by what they've done with True Detective without being spoilery, mm. but saying that it is connected to other seasons of True Detective mm. in yeah. much the same way that all the seasons of Fargo are connected. I definitely got some of that vibe this time. Yeah, I our, didn't get it up until until this season. Yeah, um, the other seasons, not so much, right? Exactly. And I'm sure that there's tiebacks. Well, there are tiebacks in this season to the previous season, but there's also a big, big tieback to one, which is I'm sure you know about at this stage because yes, you're far enough along. Yes, that and I that's, know. Yep. that's pretty crazy. That so, is pretty crazy. I like that, though. I like anthologies anyway, but I like it when they have totally. just little strings to connect things, you know? I like that. For sure. For sure, feels so, like they're trying to do that a little bit here. Is have their own yeah, Fargo. That's, that's what I was wondering. If you if you'd uh, heard about the connection or caught the connection, or or if you'd watched season one recently enough, that's like, oh, well, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And that, that, Once you get there, you go, oh, yeah. okay. It kind of makes me want to watch season one again because I only watched it the one time. I saw it. Went all right, all right, all right. First thing I said. When I saw it. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Cool. Uh, anyway, awesome. So well, yeah. anyway, so you're you're good. That's good. You're enjoying it, and you'll finish that yeah, out what tonight I'm, or something. I'll finish that up tonight. We're, we've got uh, trivia tonight, but I think it, we're playing at the um, a place that's fairly close to the house, so we'll be able to finish True Detective. Bless you. Thank you. Thank Bless you. you. Holy Moses! That Ooh, that was a that was a rough one. I think I lost a tooth. I think that came from way down. You know, it did. I've been holding on that one for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll watch the end of that tonight and then I'll report back tomorrow and say, here's my take on the ending, the, the non-spoilery take on the ending of true detective season four. And yep. Tomorrow's, den- but tomorrow's dent apocalypse for me. I have, I have to go to the dentist oh, no. after the show. So we have the show yeah. and then I go to the dentist and they fix this yeah. half broken freaking crown. I hurt two weeks ago, whatever it was. Yep snap that off everything's fine doesn't hurt it's just they gotta fix it and then there's another tooth where i can just tell i've chipped it and i don't know what he's gonna say is he gonna get in there and go oh we got another big bummer from high school time to take that and turn it into a night (laughs) just dreading it dude dreading it yeah i don't want to go i really don't someone can go for me or you know what how about i load up on like uh i don't know i probably got a neighbor who's got like you know tranquilizers or something you know i could go yeah, sneak you into their house gummies don't you oh i'd love that that'd be great yeah yeah those vegas you don't gummies. have any mike tyson ears left i thought you had some mike tyson ears oh no somewhere. we went through those like crazy those are gone <laughs> those are out no more mike tyson out. ears wasn't there there was a whole thing where they couldn't sell those for a while but then they did because yeah yeah uh holyfeld had to agree to it or something did he because technically it's his ear yeah so he got like a cut or something a cut he of had to <laughs> He got a portion. <laughs> he got a piece of his own ear is what he got. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, amazing. All right. Uh, let's do some news cool. and uh, yeah. dive down that rabbit hole before we uh, get around to Dan time, which uh, will be soon. So everybody stick around for that. Here we go. Here's this. Where is it? Here it is. I don't watch the news. It's the news. And it's brought to you by. Tondagasa in our chat room has a pretty great Twitch channel. Give him a look at twitch.tv slash Tondagasa, T-O-N-D-A-G-O-S-S-A, and see how it's done. Yep. Does games, does other stuff. I don't know if it is it Tondagosa or Tondagasa. I always said Gosa, but I don't actually know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I, for, for whatever reason, I thought Gasa because of the double S, but. Don Con- or, um, uh, Dunaway calls him Tonda and just does it short. Sure. Tonda. Yeah, and part of me Not thinks he's confused with Taronda. Taronda. Uh, but then also, 
I think he does it because he just is lazy and doesn't want to do the last part. So that's why I just take that done away. That's not it might a, be, right? Like it's like, I don't know. I'm just going to skip it. Just yeah. Call it's it. not that you're yeah. super friendly or you guys are super yeah. close. It's that you don't want to bother trying to find out if Gossa or Gosa is correct. Take that done away. All right. I'll fight you on the battlefield. Let's get moving with the story here. A university just awarded cornhole scholarships to two Colorado athletes. Oh, great. Brian, wow. you can celebrate feels like, in your own feels state. feels like what a podunk. It makes it sound like, yep, yep, we're getting a cornhole scholarship. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're, you know. You know, we have buildings here, people. We have we have a downtown area. We That's have light true. rail. That's true. You guys have a full-on metropolis. You have, you, have, you have two, I'm sorry, three major uh, major league teams in various sports. NHL, four, NFL. Four. Wait, what's the fourth one? I can't think of it. Hold the on. The Avalanche, the Nuggets, the Broncos, and the Rockies. Oh, the Rockies, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget about the Rockies. Gosh dang it. Well, they, they, they're, they're forgettable <laughs> lately. So <laughs> Forgetting about it's, themselves. It's fine for you to forget them. Yeah. No, see, that's a big deal. It's you actually sh- okay to forget the... <clears throat> uh... <laughs> you shouldn't be worried about cornhole in a state that's got four major league teams. Exactly, exactly. But whatever. Um, I'm shocked. I mean, as everyone is, says Gavin Ham. It's crazy. It's groundbreaking. It's new. It's making history. Oh, jeez. That's what this guy says. On a national signing day, <clears throat> Thunder Ridge High School student ja- uh, Jackson Remick, spelled with an X, J-A-X-S-O-N. Ooh. His parents are cool, man. <laughs> <clears throat> those are kids. Those are 90s kids uh, raised on Mortal Kombat, so they stuck a little Jackson right. there. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's got uh, one metal arm, I yep. hear, is, uh, and, a, and a laser eye. That's right. Am I, am I thinking of the right guy? The no, right laser, guy. Eye, uh, laser eye is Kano. Oh right, and right. Jacks but, but Jacks did have one. He has both arms arm. missing. Both metal both arms. arms were missing. Yeah, okay. and they would both. Fi- well, in later games, they both would fire out like missiles. Certain move you can mm. do, so the arm would detach and like attack the other guy. It's great. So, can I talk about Thunder Ridge really quick? Yeah, it's do uh, it. down in Highlands Ranch, and um, that's not a typo. Uh, Thunder Ridge is really spelled. With no space, but capital T and capital R, like it's like it's a product name. That's like, how it's incorporated. Like that's the city, uh, town or city or whatever. No, the the city is uh, Highlands Ranch. Oh, but okay. the high school is Thunder Ridge with with all one word with no space and, and a capital R in the middle for Ridge. A high school. A high school. Thunder where, Ridge, where you're supposed to learn how words work. <laughs> right, exactly. That's F. I think it's a little, yeah, we're, we're overdoing it here. It's, uh, you know, Robocop, fine. War games, sure. Thunder Ridge, not necessary. Mm. Yeah, Robocop may, always made sense to me because it's branding. Yeah. But it's, you don't right. have, It's Robocop. Right. Yeah, it would have been dumb to have that as two words. Right. But Thunder Ridge. But Thunder Ridge, yeah. I'd yeah. sell that for a dollar. Is what I'd say. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, they are now. <clears throat> they made history. These two kids for becoming the first Division One five star cornhole recruits in the country. Wow! Wow! Great! Yeah, it was a big deal. Division Brian. One five star cornhole recruits. And he what, says, "What uh, a world we're living in." That's right. Uh, it says this is a quote. It says this is not just cornhole anymore. This is not yeah, just really something. Is, it is just cornhole. I, <laughs> I know. Mean. I feel like telling him. It's like no, it's cornhole. It is definitely that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not just cornhole you see on ESPN. See pros playing. This is something that is now going to give kids an opportunity to get scholarships, potential full rides eventually. Said Winthrop University cornhole coach Dusty Thompson. 
Of course, his name is Dusty Thompson. Dusty Thompson. That's sure. amazing. Look, no offense to Cornhole. I play it when no, there's a family yeah, it's around. Fun. It's, it's a good, good backyard time. game. Uh, sure. Uh, you know, but... Uh, Oh, really? How'd you you get your college paid for? Oh, I'm really good at throwing a beanbag. That's right. Real good. Into a hole. Right into the hole every time, son. And sometimes I Again, if I could have done that, I'd be totally fine with it. Gotten a free ride to get a scholarship? Sure. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm even good at knocking the other bag in the hole with my bag. Right. Exactly. Uh, this is Winthrop from Actually, Rock Hill, later. South Carolina. I don't know if uh, Bobby can tell us where that is, but South, Rock Hill, South Carolina, where the first Division One institution is uh, located that did this. Now Colorado's in the in the fight. Mm. I never would have thought picking up this hobby about two and a half years ago would turn <laughs> into a D1 scholarship and a five-star recruitment at this school, says Ham- Hamron. Anyway. <laughs> They're really... Oh, these, two, these two kids are stoked. All right. And they I'll, are. Yeah, there's uh, a picture of them right there. Good for them. I'll give it to them to have, By the way, to have their moment. It's fine. Why does why is every teenager haircut right now the the really close cropped uh, back and sides and then curly like your Lindsay Buckingham on top? Yeah. Why? Who who approved this? Seriously. Let's yeah. get to these it's kids. Every here. every kid at a certain age has that haircut. Yeah, right? why do they have why. this? This shelf-looking-ass freaking dead animal on your head. <laughs> Davy Crockett-ass-looking hat hair. Why? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, okay. All right. I thought that went out of style, but nope. It's back. Yep. Nope, it's back. Uh, Back again. Let's move on to this story. An upcoming Korean Netflix drama explores what happened when your daughter, or happens when your daughter, is turned into a chicken nugget. Mm, okay. Yep. All right. The people that brought you uh, Squid Game and uh, other That's stuff. Right. This is this is Nugget Game. Nugget Game. Uh, Netflix really does seem to be greenlighting anything and everything that is proposed to uh, <laughs> to its Korean division. Uh, no doubt, thanks to the roaring success of many wacky shows that have come from the country uh, to the streamer. And the latest that might find itself achieving such success is a series called Doc, let's see, Doc Gengjong. And as for what it's about, it sees a father attempting to turn his daughter back into a human being after she was turned into a chicken nugget by a strange machine. Fantastic. You and Tina, a- you and Tina can make a whole night out of this one. Binge this bad maybe, boy. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like the, the, the Korean stuff for the most part and Japanese stuff I've been watching alone. Yeah. Uh, it's not that she she doesn't like subtitles because we we finished off the last two uh, Oscar noms and both of them are very heavily uh, mm-hmm. subtitled. Right. But um, zone of zone of influence or zone of interest. Oh yeah, actually those the, the last three then yeah because uh, zone of interest, past lives, and anatomy of a fall, mm. um, all three mostly or all subtitled. Oh wow, I didn't and, realize that. Uh, I didn't know we had so many in the. Yeah, list. we got a bunch. I guess that's yeah. We're starting to be a smaller community. This world, you that's know. That's right. Exactly. We're starting to appreciate uh, stuff from other countries. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Yeah. Or some of us aren't. Some of us are a little less tolerant of such things. But, uh, <laughs> whatever. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll probably. Is this a? It doesn't say if it's a movie. Uh, it's series. Oh, it's I a show. It's a series. Yeah. Okay. Which seems a little drug out, you know. It does. Yeah. Little one yeah. note, like. What's the deal? Exactly. She's a nugget. Right. He's trying to get her back. Exactly. Does he have to carry her around? Does she? What sauce does she come with? Right. Uh, I would hope it's it that. The, What's the McDonald's stuff everyone she, loves? The uh, 
the one Szechuan. That, Szechuan. That's the Rick right. and Mar- the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce. Yeah. That's uh, all. Hey, Morty. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, that's the other thing I got to catch up on. I'm so behind on everything. Oh god, yeah. Most recent season was great. Heard nothing but good things that's about awesome. it. Yeah. Love that they work so. All yeah. All right. Bring it on. I'll 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 watch it. I don't know. We'll see how far I get into it, but uh, but I'll watch it. Here's the actual synopsis of the show. Choi Minya, a daughter and uh, of a company president, makes a new machine as a device which helps her with her f- uh, fatigue. So she's very fatigued. Mm-hmm. So be careful out there if you're struggling with fatigue. You might turn into a well, chicken she, nugget. She mistakes a new machine. Oh, as a mistakes. Which helps with her fatigue. Yeah. Oh, I miss. I, so she thinks yeah. she's getting into a uh, little rejuvenator spa thing. Yep. But it turns her into a chicken nugget. Yep, yep. amazing plot. Uh, as her yep. father, Choi Sion Man, an intern, oh, and intern, Go Bik Jung, who had a crush on her, try to turn her back into a human. They discover unexpected secrets. <laughs> Brian, Brian. She's vegan. <laughs> it's so much worse. She she can't eat meat. What have we done? That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems really dumb. Good luck to yeah. her. Can't wait to watch it, but uh, yeah. Hmm. Real dumb. Final story. Cyber truck owners say their stainless steel trucks are rusting. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. The, who knew? We knew that they were not impervious to uh, baseballs. Now, apparently, water yeah. <laughs> is the other thing. Is <laughs> And I know, look, I know it's, it's tis the season for everyone to just automatically shit on Elon Musk things, but um, I... Like I've driven or ridden in my brother-in-law's uh, Model Three, and I Tesla. like it. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. They're really yeah, nice. I want. A, I want I'm an electric a Tesla for my next car. Honestly. Yeah, they're in the they're in the running. It's not that that's a problem. I don't really think of that as a problem. But the Cybertruck has been from day one, kind of a LARP. I yeah. think it looks stupid. It has the polygon count of a PlayStation One game. <laughs> that's right, exactly. And they've got all kinds of issues with when it wrecks and it not having enough give so when they slam into a wall everybody inside just gets you know they lose their heads because it's just such oh, a geez. shock there's no good shock yeah. on it shock absorption like there's some yeah. issues with it in the mud where you want a truck to perform well so there's all these other issues and then they then they're saying that the stainless steel which is meant to be stainless meaning permanent and never have to worry about it is starting yeah. to corrode and water have resistant rest. yeah exactly so don't buy don't maybe don't get the cyber truck Maybe don't get Model One or you know the the first one. I know we've got a couple of listeners, somebody in our in our listenership who got the first one or got the among the first batch. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe love- wait for version two. Yeah, I'd love to hear from them, whoever that is. Yeah, they wrote in at one point and said that, uh, they? that I don't they, remember that they were waiting the Cybertruck. Um, so they've gotten it. Well, they would have had it by now, right? I think they've got it by now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, write in, person, and follow up. I want to hear more. Yeah, I know we have Rivian fans in our community. Oh yeah, Rivians, sweet. The yeah. Rivians are nice. They're expensive. <laughs> Amish Overlord. Also, it rusts. <laughs> Is Amish Overlord the guy? Was that what he no, said? No, no, but uh, but he's the guy who just apparently said it, it rusts uh, after after hearing us with the article that we're reading about it rusting. <laughs> yeah, you mean with this headline where it says they're rusting? Is that the one he means? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Amish Overlord has a uh, rusting ignore face is what he has. He's Look, he's he's busy with all the Amish that he's overlording. And the overlording, yeah. sure. Overlording of the Amish is not an easy task. That's right. Nope, that's true. Well, anyway, Cybertruck owner posted follow-up photos after washing their vehicle down with soap, uh, and they didn't inspire much confidence, showing body panels already pockmarked with small orange spots rust beginning on these things. Mm. I'd be so annoyed if I bought one. 
That would annoy the hell out of me. I would too. I guess, and and Marty D explains, stainless steel will rust. It just oxidizes. Right. But that Um, that should mean you can get it off or no? Because I think the idea, the idea of, call me wrong if I'm wrong. Yeah. But I think Tesla's not selling them under the pretense of, so just so you know, it doesn't really rust, but it oxidizes and it looks like shit. And you know what I mean? They're telling us that it's stainless steel. You'll, in fact, I swear I've heard them say before, you don't even hardly need to wash the thing. Yeah. And it's a truck. You're supposed to take it on the mud and. Uh, right. You're, you're exactly. Did DeLoreans have uh, issues with rusting? Oh, good question. Those are, yeah, because those are stainless steel. Those right? are stainless steel. Yeah. DeLorean rust. Marty, you're taking you to the future where there's no rust. Oh, I want to make that my, my, pen name my ghostwriter name is delorean rust you like that Ooh, i like that delorean rust that's not bad okay i'm looking yes. oh it's funny the very first thing that comes up when i put the delorean rust is Cybertruck engineer addressing claims that tesla's <laughs> rusty the rusty thing uh it looks like <laughs> if you leave one of these out for too long it will uh corrode uh here's a picture brian i'll give it to you okay yep please do right yeah. under our vacuum flask yeah this is uh there's an example of a DeLorean that's had a little. Oh trouble. wow! Okay, yeah. Marty. Wow, it's not perfect, right? Like, maybe we're no. maybe maybe my expectation for what that means is wrong. That's that's really what that's what it should have looked like in uh, when Marty uh, pulled out the uh, the the DeLorean out of the cave in uh, Back to the Future Three. Hell yeah, that's what it should have looked like. Yeah, it should have. That would have been cool. <laughs> um, somebody made a. Somebody's saying that, he, that the DeLorean may return, the name may return as an electric vehicle. Oh, Some, really? Somebody who owns the DeLorean name? Wow, I just oh. I just ran into this. Will it uh, include cocaine in the uh, uh, glove compartment? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's all I can think of. It's like my, it goes, DeLorean, back to the future, cocaine. Cocaine. Is, is basically where it goes. Yeah, what was that guy's name? Um Something DeLorean. DeLorean, but what was his first name? Uh, <laughs> Richard DeLorean. No. Uh, Shit. Whatever. That guy was... Ca- Bubby. Was- Bubby DeLorean. Bubby DeLorean. <laughs> that dude snorted so much cocaine in his time. Yeah. I saw a documentary. The guy was a wackadoo. John DeLorean? Okay. John DeLorean. That's a real hard name to remember. It's Should really uncommon. Should be the easiest name to remember. Yeah. Uh, speaking of remembering things, we're going to remember to play a song and take a break, because when we come back, Dan Dan, the tabletop man, will be here. So Jeannie, wow. Jeannie, get ready. All right. Uh, Brian, you want to explain the song you got lined up? Sounds like a good I, one. I will, but man, go to go to DeLorean.com and look at this sexy, sexy new vehicle they've got uh, up there. Let's see. Here. Holy cow. It's nice. They're making a new one then? This is confirmed? Making a new one. This is confirmed. That is a new EV DeLorean right there, and it is, it is sexy. Sexy AF. Whatever reason I... It's hanging for me. Oh, here we go. DeLorean.com. E-A-N, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's taking forever to load. Or just use that link that I gave you. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one I used. Uh, let's okay. see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Are they really? Who's doing this? DeLorean? Yeah, but I thought it was all. De- <laughs> I thought somebody just must own the name because that company went bankrupt. Right? Did they? Okay. Well, they apparently sold enough uh, cocaine to, to reopen, to to. to- Flip the close sign back to open. The DMC twelve. Ooh, yeah. ooh! Look at it. it's got the wing doors just like you should. Yep, yep. This is sexy. Three hundred, three hundred really plus miles. Look at the range. Three hundred plus miles. That's all I need. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm sure this is really cheap. I'm sure it'll cost you hardly a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally cheap. Totally affordable. Yeah. This is a great idea from a marketing standpoint, though, to bring this back. Yeah. Okay. It's on my radar now. Thank you for there that. There you go. All right, let's go to Barcelona. We're going to Barcelona, oh, Barcelona. for this one for a band uh, called Blowfuse. We've actually played them before on the show, but we got a brand new song from them. They've got their new album, which comes out March first, a little over uh, two weeks away. Uh, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to stream it when when it comes out because it's really good. So we'll just uh, we'll go a little little more punk, a little more rock punk for you with the band Blowfuse from Barcelona. Here is the next single from their album, The Fourth Wall. I give you my word. Blowfuse is my favorite Bond villain. I really liked him. (laughs) Anyway, here's that song. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. Trust me, I give you my word. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. What a toy! From a hidden tank, fill overhead water tower, hook on car, throw switch, and automatically cars are wet down. But none of us is expected to handle everything, not even a woman. And we're back. Tell me who that was again. No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to keep flipping switches until you figure out which of me is blown. Uh, it's the band Blowfuse uh, with a brand new single, I Give You My Word, from their upcoming album, The Fourth Wall. Comes out March 1st. Beer, beer, beer. Big thanks. Beer, 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 beer. Big thanks to Earshot. I combined the words big and ear. Big thanks to Earshot Media for uh, letting me know about this. That, great. Uh, that is awesome. Great news. Great new track. Love it as beer, always. Beer, beer. Here's a tangent for you. Be careful. May cause drowsiness. Hey, I know that voice. It's Dan Dan, the tabletop man, joining us as he does once a month from his uh, domicile full of uh, board games down there in uh, North Carolina. Hi, dude. How are you doing? What's going on? Greetings programs. Hey. Yes, way too many board games. My God, I got to get rid of some of these. Look at look at these. Uh, you're dropping in our thing. I can't wait to start talking about these. Oh, oh yeah. But first, Scott needs some medical advice first. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll actually, yeah, I'll, let me ask you this. So, all right. I took ibuprofen this morning. Didn't really do anything. I got this okay. arm well, well, thing. Well, tell me what your symptoms were first before you tell me what you took. I think I got repetitive stress arm <laughs> disorder, according to my doctor. Basically, it's like a, not that's not the name, but I basically have Arsad, a little bit sure. of, Arsad. it's like yeah. carpal tunnel, but not in the hand. It's up in my shoulder. Okay. And uh, if I lift it too high or do certain movements with it, it's like white hot pain. It sucks so bad. And then there are other times okay. where if I'm in kind of a resting place, it's fine. But I have to like sleep with this arm. If it hurts at night, it wakes me up. Right now, if I lift it too high, it, want, it makes me want to die. So what you does sleep one predominantly take? on one arm? Huh? Say what? Yeah, it's just one arm. My other arm's fine. I mean, do you sleep predominantly on one oh, side? Oh, oh, um, predominantly on the other arm, actually. Okay. So right. it, it rare. it's rare this other arm even gets slept on. And when it does, I, it, there is a comfortable place for it in that sleeping position where I can lay it and it's fine. But if it's off by even an inch, I'm screwed. Um, and it will definitely wake me up. The... Uh, um, uh, what was I going to try to say? Lifting doesn't bother me. Like lifting okay. something up 
doesn't bother me unless I have to pull back. Oh, like that. <laughs> if I do the Y or T pose with my thumb facing behind me and try to hold that, oh shit, that really hurts. So the ibuprofen does jack. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> what kind of hard? I minute. need some hard drugs, but go ahead. Tell me, tell me everything. So not not like I don't want to get you into any hard drugs, but we're going to kind of take this in more of an over the counter way. Or uh, so what it sounds more like. You said this is more prominently in your shoulder. You probably haven't had any scans yet or anything. No scans, just a preliminary doctor poke around. You know, sort of. Well, this is what we think is okay. going on. Try this. So it sounds yeah. more like you've either got, um, you know, sometimes there's like frozen shoulder or things like that, but it does sound like more um, osteoarthritis is going on more so than anything muscle based. Great. Where it's probably bone on bone. Like when you get osteoarthritis, a lot of times you have this in your knee. Uh, it's bone on bone where uh, cartilage and such are breaking down, or even in your shoulder, you could even have like a little bit of spurs in there. And when you have bone on bone, uh, NSAIDs or your ibuprofen or naproxen and things like that will leave. They're anti-inflammatory and pain relievers. But the thing is, when it's talking about bone-on-bone pain, there's nothing really, there's no inflammation there that's causing the pain. It's just that grinding pain. And that's why you're not going to get as much relief from things like ibuprofen. Uh, even though those, that's the drug class I, of, of my choice. You know, I mean, that's what I like to prescribe to people or tell people to take when they have pain. But this pain uh, may be a little bit more responsive to things like Tylenol. Uh, oh. you've got so you may want to uh rotate you know take ibuprofen in the morning three to four hours later take some uh take some uh tylenol yeah. or acetaminophen and then a few hours later go back to the ibuprofen and just rotate those uh throughout the day i wouldn't really take them at the same time but just rotate them so you can get some good coverage uh and and that's probably going to be your best bet without getting into like other you know heavier pain relievers uh and then just kind of alternate hot and cold on that area a lot of times sometimes they'll tell you to just go heating heat is usually more again they're both kind of good for inflammation but alternating helps to keep ahead of it to get some of the inflammation down and then sometimes to soften some of the areas but again it's going to be hard because it does sound more like bone on bone uh (laughs) and and they so for that to be confirmed they'd have to do like not mris but like some kind of scans or something right I mean, they, they could probably just do a simple x-ray to see if, uh, you know, if there is any, maybe even some spurs or if there is just how close the bone is coming to each other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in that area. Because, again, you've got a lot of things going into that area. It still very well could be, uh, you know, either tendon-based or muscle-based, but just kind of, you're probably, the bone could also be kind of interfering with some nerves. And when you get some of that nerve pain, it's that shooting pain. Yeah. I don't really want you to get into things like nerve blockers or things that are going to help, you know, like things like gabapentin, uh, which are which are good for neuropathic pain. However, highly addictive and, you know, can kind of really get your fa- your head a little bit wishy-washy. But no, I mean, thanks. for neuropathic pain, it works very well. Yeah. But again, you, you know, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. So my mom's got arthritis, but it's all in her knuckles. She looks like an alien. She's got these big old knobby knuckles, and she's had she's had that since she was like in her late twenties or something. Um, this is only my that's one arm. That's a little arm. different too. Yeah, that's a whole different so kind that's of rheumatoid arthritis. arthritis. Yeah. Oh, that's rheumatoid. Is that when so when people say rheumatoid, they're talking about hands or knuckles? Fingers? Oh, often you know, often hands. That's pretty much where you get the rheumatoid arthritis, and that's when. Um, and I'm sorry, I completely like talked over you. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, you're I good. I was just trying to give you a little bit. Of, so um, with rheumatoid arthritis, it's more autoimmune, where it's your body uh, kind of attacking itself, and that's when you get some of that growth. Uh, and they'll use things like monoclonal antibodies. Some of those things you see on TV, um, pretty sure like Enbrel and things like that will. Um, 
uh, will basically help to to get some of that pain and some of that inflammation down. It's fascinating the amount of things they will use for rheumatoid arthritis. When I was in pharmacy school, we invited in about, uh, I think we had 20 or 30 people with rheumatoid arthritis and we had different like focus groups. It was a pretty cool way to learn what patients are actually going through and how much stuff they use. They used to use like things like copper and gold and just amazing amount of crap that you're trying to keep in front of it. Methotrexate um, and some of these other things, hydroxychloroquine, just things to try and keep your body from attacking itself because yeah. it basically is an autoimmune thing and it just, the pain people feel in their hands from when it's, it's it's basically like gout in your hands if for, for lack of a better way. I mean, there's more to it than that, but it's basically kind of what it is, uh, you know, as far as pain goes. People just, I mean, it just feels so bad yeah. when you see. my mom you know, hates you said, it. People just go janky hands. Yeah, my mom hates it. She's all, she's kind of all gnarled up like claws and she's really just she doesn't have any dexterity really anymore but even back when she did and it was just the pain i remember there were days where my mom was just like you know in a room on her own just staying away from everyone almost like migraines they were their hands would hurt so bad so i don't know if this has anything to do with that probably not i know it's my prominent arm it's where i mouse a lot um you know, I was playing Unreal Tournament with these guys, and it did make it worse <laughs> yesterday. Right. But you said it's, it's isolated to your shoulder and not not kind of not in your hands itself or elbow or it's anything. It's just not below, just no, not my wrist, but it's just below my uh, by where my tricep and bicep meet, whatever that little zone is. It's kind of okay. in that general area. It's hard hard to explain. It's very non pinpointy. Like I can't even push and make it hurt. I have to move to make it hurt. Is that more towards your elbow or more towards your shoulder? More toward towards the shoulder more. It's on the okay. upper arm for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. If only I had pulled up the video where I could see where you're pointing right now, which I just Yeah, it's just something like in here. It's like right where that little bicep tricep uh, where they hang out and have their little date right there. That's where it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you could have actually kind of strained some of those muscles, but generally you would you would have some relief from something like ibuprofen, but depends on how much you've strained or if you could have actually even torn some of those muscles. Uh, sometimes, you know, there's only so much pain relief as, you know, medicine's going to do. You're going to need to get a little bit of um, physical therapy, uh, you know, physical therapy, rest, uh, heat, heat cold, and heat cold. then just, yeah. uh, and, you know, and it'll look just some pain relievers. So it's going to, it could be a process, especially, and this is probably not just, uh, you know, it didn't wasn't caused by the Unreal Tournament, but it probably what might have brought it to the surface. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was something I was festering for a while, and it just came to the surface. For, yeah, for I definitely, speaker. I definitely had issues with this this arm, hand, forearm, and shoulder in the '90s when I was playing a lot of Quake and Unreal, like a uh, too much. So it was a. I, I know I was causing issues then because even you know at 25 I was like, oh my arms, I'm gonna die here, and then this I haven't had this pain on all that time until just recently, which makes me. Makes me think it's not a coincidence that me picking up Unreal again in a pretty heavy way has some connection to this, but I could be wrong. I mean, it's all hearsay. Yeah. I have no idea. And I, and I don't know. So somebody kind of mentioned muscle relaxers in a chat, and I'm not sure that this is going to be a good candidate for that because that's going to be more when your muscles are really tightening up and you get some spasms. Are you getting any sort of spasms in that area? No, like although I have had a thing at night once where I was asleep and I maybe had a jolt, like just the kind you get from a dream. And it was right. just the wrong, Spas yeah. wrong right. kind of spasm in my arm. Just like it was like explode. It hurts so bad. I was just like yeah, oh it does gosh. sound more like a little bit of a minor tear, or maybe even some uh, again some nerve involvement where it could be something is 
pinching on those nerves. Could be, and then depending on what the muscles do, and um, you know, if you are going to get into something like a muscle relaxer to try and see if that's going to work, I would go basically low dose tizanidine, uh, uh, which is which is pretty minor, or like a robaxin. Uh, I would stay away from uh, cyclobenzaprine. Uh, or soma, which is a control. I would stay away from some of those, which are going to make you really groggy. Some of those low doses of the, some of those other ones that the doctor wants you to to try out. I mean, that might be okay. But again, I would still work on some of the PT, uh, heat, cold, and uh, acetaminophen and, and ibuprofen. And even if if you want to get away from ibuprofen, you can use something like a leave. Take two a leave with some food, and that's going to last you a good twelve hours. And then you can take the. Uh, Tylenol three to four hours later, and that might actually be a, a good regimen to try, depending yeah. on what you've got in the house. So, you know, don't, sure. don't go broke trying to get over the counter stuff. Right? Well, here, here's what I'm going to say to all those listening who are like, wow, old man Johnson with your arm, tell us more about your, your ailments as you get older. Look, you're either going to get old like us and hurt, or you're going to die early. Which way do you want it? All right. So calm down. I'm making a straw man here. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> saying this at all. <laughs> I've completely made up this person that's giving me a hard time for being old anyway uh well dan thanks good advice that's for sure here's what i okay then i got a piece of advice for you i was already telling brian about it but there's this brand new deck builder just came out today i don't know if it's been on your radar but it's called oh what's the name shit i already forgot the name it's like Ribo, uh, it's Bal, Bal, uh, Bal, riboflavin. Balto, signal, uh, <laughs> Balt, Baltorino, some shit. Baltoro. 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 Right. I think. Let me let me turn on my swatch. <laughs> I forgot the name. It's first thing. It's first thing in my uh, my swatch right. here. Bol, uh, like, Balotro. 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 So this is supposed Balotro. to be uh, by all uh, reviews so far, both both fan and uh, websites that have covered it. PC Gamer did a thing. They're all giving it like highest praise for this sort of game. They're like, this belongs up there with Slay the Spire with Monster Train. Uh, this oh, is, is like right? an amazing yeah. game, and it's not your typical fantasy card battler. It uses poker mechanics and an amazing art style uh, combined with a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I haven't played it yet. I downloaded it sight unseen because of all this praise it's getting, but it just sounds like something you're going to love. So keep your eye on that. Dude. Oh, definitely have to check it out. I can't stop playing the other one. The last one that you recommended to me uh, was that Against the Storm. My oh, God, I can't stop so playing good. this game. So good. It's not a the storm or anything, but it's a city builder. It's a city builder, but it does this thing where, Brian, the best parts of city builders are when, I would argue, are the early bits where you're like, sweet, I've got this building and this street and these houses and I'm set up. Yeah. It's not always yeah. the long con that's the fun part. No, the main the maintenance and the like. Uh, oh no, now a natural disaster has wiped out. You right. know, all exactly. the fire. Uh, fire it's exactly right, and this game is all about that early stuff and doing it over and over. What's kind that, of. Uh, what's the shit out of luck name of that again? It's called, it's called Against the Storm. It's very good. Against, Against the Storm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like it's the quests and kind of doing things and just kind of the when you get finished with one, whether you win or lose, like. You, you just want to start a whole new city over again. And it's just it's just that kind of that, you know, it takes about an hour to, to play one round and then you're yeah. you're upgrading and unlocking new stuff. It's just oh, man, excellent. Like excellent. What's that? Uh, what's that on uh, Steam, obviously? Steam. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if there's console versions yet. There was talk of that, um, but yeah, it does. Definitely. And it does. I think it has some controller support and I figure how it works. But it's I think very it's pretty cool. indie developer, so I'm not sure if it's very wide yet as far as other platforms go. Yeah, it may not be yet. I'm typing but it in here so I don't forget it. Yeah. Storm. Against it the is. storm. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's very good. It might be is it on Mac. It might be Mac Steam. I'm not sure. Oh. Oh. I'm not sure about that though. 
Uh, <laughs> let me before you get too excited. Oh. Let me just verify here. This oh. is available on. Come on. Uh, if I move my keyboard, if I move the screen that my PC uses over to this one and just flip flippity floppity, the problem is that I use this for Discord also. So if I want to do Discord and play Unreal Tournament, I have to move the Discord application screen over to this computer. Yeah, nobody oh. wants to do that. I, I mean, can do that. On. That's really easy, actually. That's really not difficult at all. I mean, average 95% review score, it's like killing it. That's pretty thing. good. All yeah. right. Oh, yeah. It's very, very good. Highly recommend it. Uh, Dan, speaking of recommended games, I see a couple of images on our Discord. Yeah. What do you got going here? Well, oh, a lot like, of people uh, got games right here, both of these. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people always, uh, you know, because uh, Scott, uh, famously a big fan of, of a certain movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't say. Uh, Killer so, Clowns from Outer Space. Love it. Can't get enough right. of course, yeah. yeah. So we get a lot of uh, recommendations. Uh, you know, and I, we kind of talked about this game when it was first uh, from Restoration Games. That was first. It's a remake of an older game from the '80s, and this is Thunder Road Vendetta, which was a game that's it's come out or it came out last year, as far as uh, the Kickstarter came out, uh, and it's delivered, and it's a really fun game. Uh, but now they've got a Kickstarter that should be out. I believe it's next week. I put a uh, an early uh, page for you in the chat. This is uh, Thunder Road Vendetta: Carnival of Chaos. Now the reason why I bring this up is because they're leaning heavily into that. Uh, Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. It's kind of like the Beyond the Thunderdome expansion is what, because we had Justin on a show, uh, who's the head of Restoration Games. He was like, on a show like last time. The, in there, by yeah, the way. I like the, the, the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah, because yeah. there really only was the one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that probably works. Oh, look at these little figurines and shit in this game. The oh, little cars. So cool. Really? What? Why don't Sorry. I? Sorry, yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Please, please continue. I'm no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he was talking about how uh, this expansion will have kind of like a circular board, and you'll be coming in from the different sides of the board, kind of like a you know a Thunderdome, and then you're going to be going and trying to basically attack each car uh, and do damage to each car, but you're trying to score the most points, and once a once a car. Uh, gets knocked out that's kind of triggers end game so you're kind of are also going to be kind of protecting other cars because you may want to get some more points before the end game comes so that's kind of like the little bit there's going to be some more things for the base game as well with some more upgrades and some more cars and some more uh things like that uh, yeah. and you will need the base game to get into this uh there's a little bit of a let me get you a little bit of a preview here uh, in in the chat as well, because uh, towards the end they did a review of the base game, but they've also got a couple of pictures of kind of what the oh, cool. what, what the next one's going to be. So yeah, uh, it looks really good. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, wow. look at that. Ooh, look at but this. But it's such a fun game to play, and it's it's so easy to pick up, uh, you know, and and learn to you know learn the game itself uh, and to play. Uh, but of course, you can do all sorts of things with these cars with modding them, and people have done some amazing things with uh, with with their cars as well. Yeah, they're beautiful little figures. I mean, I say figures mm -hmm. and little cars and yeah, a helicopter cars, thing. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question. Is this the actual, the thing that the old game from the 70s, 80s, is this the actual name of that? Was that called something else? I, I'm pretty sure it was called Thunder. Maybe I think it was called Thunder Road. That's why they probably made it. Uh, Thunder Road Vendetta. Let okay. me look and, I'd have to look at EGG and see so if that's... They, uh, that's interesting. If they got the original info... Because there's something about this art style that is very reminiscent yeah. of that era of games. And Are you I thinking of Car Wars? Hobbs Dog says Car Wars. And I remember well, there is Car Wars. There is, it, it is Thunder Wars. So I'll, I'll throw it on. Okay. It is Thunder Road because I'll throw it in the uh, chat for you. That's the there original one. So what Restoration Games does, like their whole model is basically taking these older games and reimagining them and bringing them back. That kind of that's that's who did Return Return to Dark Tower. 
and they've done a lot of games oh, for that. Oh, really? Game. God, I, I loved playing. I played that in, uh, in in North Carolina at the meetup, and uh, immediately said, "I need to get a copy of this," and I completely like forgot. Well, <laughs> I like no, there's other things I need to spend my money on before <laughs> I do that. But my God, I still want to get a copy of Return to Dark Tower. It is so so good, and they've got it a really bunch is. of uh, of expansions for it, and they're also the ones that did Unmatched, which is also kind of the newer uh, version of kind of an older uh, fighting game. Uh, I don't know if it was Pogs or something. You know, it was basically a, a reimagining of an older game, and, they, and the Unmatched series is just amazing as well. Mm. Cool. Key to the Kingdom they did, which was uh, I can't remember what it was. Key to something is what the older game was, but it's it's Key to the Kingdom is another very light game they put out a few years ago. So it's just they do a really good job of of bringing. Oh, and they also did uh, Fireball Island. Do you remember Fireball Island? From oh the, yeah, uh, hell yeah. I remember that and Fireball Island had didn't it, didn't that have like a mechanical aspect to spinning it? spinning thing in the middle of it, right or uh. Oh. So they had basically a, it would be like almost like a marble that would kind of go down the island and it would just knock people's, knock people's yeah. uh, piece off. So the, the new one was called Fireball Island, the curse of a Volcar. Uh, <laughs> and it's, a, you know, obviously a lot more game out there, the link in the chat as well, uh, a lot more gamier kind of player, but more, more fun. Like, again, think of uh, the games that came out in the eighties and we were kids. I mean, even some of the more advanced games were not really great. So they, they, you know, the roll and move, very little decision-making. They kind of bring the games, you know, it's been 30, whatever years since a lot of these games came out. So they, they make them more hobby gamer, like yeah. uh, clean up the rules, make them more fun to play. And they do just an amazing job. But I mean, uh, the amount of work they put into that uh, dark tower game is phenomenal. I mean, like you said, Brian, you played it. It's, it's just ridiculous how good it is. That looks great, dude. Really is. Super, super into it. Uh, all right. Well, good. These are things to keep on my radar uh especially uh as was it vendetta no car uh, sorry car carnival of chaos vendetta was the first one is the new one yeah and yeah. that one is Thunder not Road vendetta, carnival of chaos that'll be out, a... uh, i believe it's the 27th or 24th or something like that it'll be so it's probably early next week a lot of times they launch on tuesdays uh, yeah. so it will probably be the 27th when it comes out yeah you can bookmark it now just go look for carnival of chaos on kickstarter and you can bookmark it and get notified when it launches and uh it looks awesome and it's all up my alley of course and it fits with that cool DeLorean I put on our Discord earlier. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dan, it's always uh, good hanging out with you, man. You probably got other cool stuff going on on your show and other things. Tell people what they uh, can get and where. So you can find me at Geek Jock Dan on Twitter and on the Geek All-Stars podcast. Next week, we're doing our Game of the Year. It's been kind of one of these things I, I thought we were going to do it about a month ago, but we're doing it next week. We're recording our Game of the Year. We're going to talk about the top 11 games. What we do is uh, when we have what we call the All-Stars on the show, like the different publishers or designers and such on a show i get them to send me their top 11 for every you know each year and then i compile it with ours and theirs and then we get the geek all-stars game of the year so we do the top 11 show of that because as they always say everything is better when it goes to 11 okay. so we're gonna do the top 11 <laughs> next week i've heard that before <laughs> and, uh, i guess it's, i guess it's uh, it's now true it's true now that what you say here's the website everybody geek uh, the geek correct that's where you want to go yep. There you go. Uh, go check it out. Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Have a fantastic week and may your arm never hurt like this. Bye now. All right. <laughs> it hurts. I don't like it. Although right now, this position I'm in, perfect. No problem. Yeah. Doesn't hurt at all. But the minute I go, like if you, if someone's, Brian, if you said to me, hey, Scott, where do you keep your uh, collection of stormtroopers? I'd have to go, oh, they're right. And if I did this, like. Yeah, you couldn't do it. You couldn't tell, uh, you couldn't gesture to show me where your stormtroopers are kept. It's the whole thumb behind. What is that? That makes no yeah, sense. I'm not doing yeah. this all day. You know, you may have to take a couple week break from Unreal Tournament. Uh, <laughs> let yourself uh, heal up. 
Yeah. You're not wrong. You dropped down on the leaderboard there. I figured out what happened too, because for so many years I stopped using mouse and keyboard and went controller on shooters. That yeah, I, yeah. those that doesn't bother me at all. And uh, when I go back, it's just like all this flares up again. Yeah, because there's a there's a attention that you have to do that you don't do with a controller. You can kind of change mm-hmm. your controller position real easily, but the keyboard has to be on the desk, has to be in the same place. Right. And if you're playing high intensity no. stuff like UT99. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I'm rigid as hell while I'm doing that. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll tensed up, and that's yeah. That's what. That's what screws it for you. Sounds bad to say how rigid I am, and doesn't it? I'm rigid, uh, turgid. Yeah. Playing my games makes me turgid. Turgid. <laughs> turgid. Turgid's a great word. It's, yeah. <laughs> turgid. <laughs> turgid. I don't know why I feel like I've got to say that like Zap Brannigan, but turgid. Turgid. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Big thanks, everybody, for watching, hanging out with us, and being here on a Tuesday. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow with a regular bunch of business and uh, dental apocalypse tomorrow. So looking forward to that. <laughs> you can uh, find links to everything we're talking about at frogpants.com slash TMS. A reminder that our uh, tickets are up for TMS Vegas, which is vivatmsvegas.com. You'll find a link there to the store. Uh, but however you get there, get there and get your tickets procured. A bunch of you already made a run, which means... It's not that we're going to run out, but, you know, yeah. I wouldn't wait. Is what Don't I'm wait too long. Yeah, we're not going to. Right. So get on there. Uh, frogpants.com slash store. We'll just it'll be the first thing that comes up. So if you are interested, mm-hmm. grab your tickets today. Get your swag bag reserved. Uh, I got more questions yesterday saying when the swag only is I can't come, but I would love a swag bag this year. That's coming. We just have to. This has to prove out so we know we how many know, we're doing. And we have then, to know how many of a thing to produce right. for the swag bag and so that's why tickets need to go first it's a pain in the arse but it's how it works yeah. um yeah. all right that is going to do it for us brian anything else and if not do you have a song you'd like to play well go go get your hotel room too if you have not done so go to viva tms vegas scroll down go to the um hotel information and reserve your room if you haven't done so already do it do, do, it, it. do it do it use that so code let's take advantage of yeah. it because I think there that might only be there might only be a month left or maybe not even that long for that. I'll have to see what what the time frame is for people to get the room. So cool. So get your rooms, folks. Excellent. All right, let's get to a request. This is going out to Amanda. Oh, she's the one that called today. We got double Amanda today. I don't oh, know if it's the same one. Might be this one right yeah. here. Hi, this is Amanda. Is that her? She didn't mention uh, Branda, uh, Brandon, but uh, hmm. I, I'm doing their portmanteau name, Branda. Anyway, good morning, Satin and Blue. Yesterday afternoon, my boyfriend became my fiance. Whoa. Typing the word fiance is so cool and new and amazing. We can't wait to get married next year. Yes, I already have a date picked out. I'd love a cover of Taylor Swift's Invisible String. Um, my now fiance, still weird, haha, introduced me to the wonderfulness of TMS, and I am now a patron of TMS, Frog Pants, and Coverville. Thank you both for being you and for sharing your lives with us. Sincerely, Amanda and Brandon, parentheses, A and B. Oh, A and B. A and B. That could be your own little couples podcast, A and B show. Right. A and B. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, you two. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, Invisible String. This is one of the newer songs that that um, Taylor released on her, what was it? Um, I'm going to call it Midnights. It's before Midnights. It's the one that had the sweater oh, thing. Oh, um, yeah. Really yeah, Everwood or something like that. Anyway, whatever that is, uh, it's an album I really liked, and I'm kind of kind of into it now. <laughs> Sorry, it was so weird. Mm. Uh, this is the Moon Loungers, a very cool uh, acoustic cover 
of Invisible String. They just released this a couple of years ago, 2021, uh, on the on a, a self-titled single. Here is Invisible String by The Moon Loungers. Oh, that's fantastic. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Please be here for another TMS. We'll see you then. Green was the color of the grass where I used to read a Centennial Park. I used to think that I would meet somebody there. Teal was the color of your shirt when you were 16 at the yogurt shop. You used to work at to make a little money. Time curious, time give me no compasses, give me no signs. Were there clues I didn't see? And isn't it just so pretty to think all along there was some invisible string tying you to me? song in the cab on your first trip to LA You wait in my favorite spot for dinner Paul was a waitress on a three-year trip getting lunch down by the lakes She said I looked like an American singer Time mystical, time cutting me open, healing me fine Where there are clues I didn't And isn't it just so pretty to think All along there was some invisible string Tying you to me
Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, this is uh, Chuck D63 in um, Discord. Chuck Byers um, calling for TMS uh, from – I was just listening to yesterday. You mentioned uh, the Morse code or Morris code for um, the Toronto Airport YYZ uh, concerning um, uh, the rush uh, the rush history, I guess. And you said uh, you thought Neil um, – didn't uh didn't fly well i don't believe he had an aversion to flying like um like john madden did uh and i had to do some research i was looking it up and and uh there's a quote that that he said he didn't start riding his motorcycle until his 40s <clears throat> and um the yyz came out on moving pictures in 1981 which would have made him just under 30 years old um so i believe they were probably flying then and then, of course, um, uh, he he discovered his motorcycle. He's written a number of books about uh, motorcycles, um, his motorcycle touring, uh, <clears throat> namely the one called Ghost Rider that uh, chronicles his, his morning time after losing his wife and daughter tragically in the late 90s. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably one of the bigger Rush fans you'll ever encounter. Um, I've seen him nine, eight tours nine different times. Uh, between uh, 1979 and 1997. Um, so one of my favorite bands. So I had to say something about that. YYZ, um, amazing song. Uh, the, uh, the They have a live album that has uh, a tremendous um, Neil uh, drum solo within that song. Um, Exit Stage Left is the name of the album. So I uh, recommend that. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go back to listening to that. At uh, uh, your episode from yesterday, but I had to pause it and, and uh, give you a call. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Hey, uh, this is Nick. I wanted to write and let you know that I actually had a dream last night that included Scott and Tim. Uh, essentially, Scott, you and Tim had opened your house as an Airbnb, and my wife and our two young kids decided to travel uh, to uh, stay with you guys uh, in Utah. Um, though not completely clear, uh, I'm pretty sure when we arrived, you had only two bedrooms, and we uh, and you were also watching another young baby, uh, who I assume is your adorable granddaughter. Um, anyways, uh, the most realistic part of the dream um, was that my kids were extremely loud the entire night, uh, and we stayed uh, up the whole night and woke you and Kim up the whole time, as well as your granddaughter. Um, though, uh, I've only, uh, grown to, uh, believe that Kim is probably the nicest person, uh, on the face of the planet, um, through all the shows I've heard her on, uh, and everything, Scott, you've said about her. Uh, she did want to kick us out in the dream, uh, uh into the cold weather, uh, in the middle of a snowstorm, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyways, uh, thanks, uh, for the great shows, <laughs> and, um, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, you filthy animals, uh, and, uh, yeah. Thanks so much. This is Nick from Massachusetts, the safest place to drive during the holidays. Bye. Hello, squirt and blood. This is Joe and Cool from the Tadpool and all the socials. Uh, first, I want to give a quick shout-out to the real Chris Brown. I met him uh, several months ago, and he is a very nice, very cool dude. But anyway, the reason why I'm calling is a few uh, episodes ago you were talking about um, – giving blood, having blood drawn for blood tests. And my experience in that is when I was a young kid, long, long time ago, 
I used to have an issue with passing out after giving blood. And I remember back when I was about nine or ten years ago, um, I went to the lab to give blood. And way back all those years ago, you didn't do it in a separate room. The room, they had a long bench with uh, three tables in front of it, and they could take blood from three different people at a time um, in this situation. So back when I was nine or ten years old, uh, I went in, and they took blood from me, and they knew I had a history of passing out, not while they were taking the blood, but after they were done, then I could get up and pass out. So they told me to sit down and wait for a while before I get up. Also back then, it was pretty common that for your labs, along with drawing blood, they would take a urine sample. So they took my blood, had me sit for a while, and then they were asking me, are you all right? And it's like, yep, I think I'm good. And they said, all right, now it's time for you to go pee in a cup. They had a cross on the other side of the room. They had several little bathrooms where you would go into and give your sample. And so I got up to go in the bathroom over there, and my mom asked me if I was okay and if I needed her to come with me just in case. And I said, yeah, that's fine. You can come in with me. So she went in the bathroom with me, and I remember unzipping my pants, getting ready to give the sample, and the next thing I know, I'm laying on the floor waking up to this nurse um, hitting me with some smelling salts. And it was at that time, too, I realized because the bathrooms were so small, my mom had to open the door and lay me down outside where everybody else was. And when I woke up, the very first thing I realized was, yeah, my business was hanging out for all the world to see. So, yeah, there you go. There's my doodle hanging out story. Um Devotion for the spectacle, nonetheless. Bye. Get more at frogpants.com. He's been asphyxiated. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.